Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Math Caps. I am here. I am Oliver, and I am lucky enough to be joined with my co-host, uh, recapper Chantel Schmidt. You've gone rogue. I have a little bit. It's been all... a lot this week. Yes. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about the intruders because they're something, <laughs> but we'll get into that a bit later. As they have to be. We're going to talk about the friend zone that we seem to see Cassandra and Tristan in, and Lucinda and Timothy in. Hey. It's five weeks in. Like it's. And still no hanky-panky. No hanky-panky or anything of that nature. And, of course, we need to talk about the dinner party and that muzzle comment that was made. So should we jump straight into that? Yeah, so last night, dinner party. Lauren finds out that Jack has said to Jono... If there is a couple swap situation within the experiment, that the boys have permission to sleep with his wife because he doesn't want to, because he's not attracted to her. Let's unpack that first, because that's disgusting in and of itself. I mean, yeah, look, it's it's a fucked comment. And the reason why it is a fucked comment is you don't own her. Well, 100%. But the thing is, he's brushing this off Mm -hmm. as it's banter, it's dark humour. Yeah. We know each other. We know that my dark humour is dark. Yeah, you're morbid as ever. (laughs) It's as dark as it fucking comes. And I would never, ever see the humour in that. I think... um, if I had to be honest, it reminds me so much of the butt dial fiasco of last year. Where Hugo called Taylor a cunt. Correct. <laughs> we allowed to Co- say that on this, Co- this Well, show? of course. Okay. Um, first of all, those two should not be hanging out at the gym. Production-wise, they would not be allowed. Mm. So they're sneaking out okay. and going to the gym together. This is what we always used to do. We used to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get something to eat. And they'd say, oh, I'm going to the gym. And then you'd both meet up halfway down the road, go to the gym together. Because you weren't... All all these conversations were meant to happen on camera. Is there not just a gym in Sky Suites that you just bump into each other at? That gym is terrible. Nobody goes to that gym. Okay. Oh, sorry, Sky Suites. (laughs) (laughs) Sort it out. (laughs) The gym was one of those horrible gyms. But um, so, yeah, we all snuck out one night Mm -hmm. and we were having a couple of drinks and Hugo and Taylor and Dan and Sandy were both in very bad positions with their partners. Duncan and I were in beautiful positions and Rupert had just started with his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. But did that butt dial happen the night before the dinner party? God, no. So how do they keep you guys from talking about it until then? Um, I think Evel- they were using Evelyn. Evelyn was like, whatever you guys want me to do, production, I'll do it. So I think she held on to it for a little bit. Okay. But back on track, I feel... Like 
like it's a very similar story tale in that a conversation was happened outside of production mm-hmm. and then the male mm-hmm. has told his partner yep. and the partner has said, I'm going to bring this up at the dinner party and talk on behalf of you. A very similar thing at nearly the identical time within the show. Yeah, but the difference is the men did not tell Evelyn to put a muzzle on it. Do I come at him? Do I come at you? Have, I'm not talking to you, Lauren. Yeah, Shut your mouth. Can you muzzle hey. your woman? Honestly, I thought that they would have, from a production standpoint, delved into that a little bit further. It kind of seemed like the comment was made, there were a few shocked faces around the table and the experts were like, that's fucked. Mm. But it kind of just felt like then it just jumped to the next scene, don't Mm. you think? Yeah, I think, if I'm honest, like there was a lot of things that could have been said from last year that I was so bewildered that didn't get in. Similar comments that would... Similar comments? Well, that would break the house down. Do you want to share them with me today? Um, I remember Harrison said about Alyssa to Duncan when they were breaking up at the reunion, don't even worry, bro. Like you can just get a a 21-year-old. You don't want to be dealing with somebody that age or something like that. So comments like that were were said, right, that that didn't get in, that you would just think would make the episode. Yeah, Um, interesting, interesting. We don't condone any of that behaviour, obviously. What? Is it's, that even a... What? Obviously not. Obviously Where Are we condoning not. it? No, Who's condoning no, it? No, I'm trying to wrap up the segment. Because <laughs> okay. it's such a touchy fucking subject, right? And it's actually really hard sometimes on a platform like a podcast yeah. to not say the wrong thing. Do you ever feel that way? No. No, because you go in and edit it. Where I, I just... That's right. I just, that's right. I'm at I your do. mercy. Whereas you're like, ha, 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 I'll just true. chuck this in for Chantel. That's true. I do have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. well, I'm really excited to see what happens at the commitment ceremony. And I hope that uh, Jack gets taken to town because I think that that is um, a deserving outcome for him. 100%. Okay, so let's talk about the intruders. This week we met Madeline, the medium. And know this, know this, love conquers all. Right, it does. And bring the f- positive vibes. Medium scare the heck out of me. Why? Because I think they're onto something. Okay, so you believe her? Kinda. Okay. Wasn't she saying when she was saying the dead ball or whatever? Did you go to a dead ball? Yes, I did. Well, did you get into an altercation? Tell the truth. I can't remember. Okay, can't remember. Oh, no. you know what? It, yes, I know. Thank you. Hold on. Sorry, they're talking to me now. Do you think that something did happen at the dead ball with this guy? Totally. Did you see his face? <laughs> He's like, how A hundred percent. And I think we're going to find out maybe episode 19, maybe episode 20. He's like, no, uh, there was, was no conflict. I did not get a woman <laughs> pregnant. What? <laughs> She is so good. So, yeah, that was really interesting. And then we um, were also introduced to uh, Dece. Dece. Dece Ridge. Yeah, Ridgey, Ridgey Ridge. Uh, Do you like him? (laughs) Like, if your whole person, everybody says, a lot of people say Dece, bro. Mm, Do they? That was Dece. Really? I think so. But if that's your whole personality between your friends... It's not doing it for me. D- those friends... It's not that hard to just say decent. I Sure, but those friends remind... It reminded me of a situational comedy. Like, they seemed like bit characters. Right. They were like, Dace. <laughs> they were like, look, we've been mates for 20 years. And it's, it, they all walked into the room together, Dace. This is why they shouldn't be putting people of your age on Married at First Sight. You know, it's a 25 minimum. Of course. You just made the cut last year. And I look, yeah, I did. 
And so did Al. Al was 25. Oh, we'll see. And they're all looking like each other, aren't they? Any maturity. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I agree. When I say that, I mean personality-wise. What I find interesting, though, is that Jade and Ridge, they're getting on. They're getting on. First night bangs from what I'm seeing. <laughs> Let's go. He's like, you're glowing, you're glowing. And I'm like, dude, can you chill out? You're oh. obviously trying to get her to cave and say we had sex Yuck. in front of all of Australia. Fuck that. But are we really, as a society, still in a place where it is taboo to sleep with someone on the first night? Not necessarily taboo, but I think um, I think it's good to wait. Sure, but I also think it's also a great opportunity, using Married at First Eye as an experiment, to sleep with someone on the first night and then they're stuck with you for the next four months. That's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, the whole Married at First Society experiment, I'm like, okay, what could I do that would be like on how to lose a guy in 10 days, right? Right. And then they're stuck with me. They can't just go, out, go away and go, I'm over it. So you would try and deliberately sabotage it? I think I would just be myself. <laughs> Because everyone puts their best foot forward for the first fucking week or two, right? I think mm. you'd just be yourself and then be like, hold on, I'm actually more in love than I've ever been because I'm not faking it for the first week. Anyway. Mm. And I think that the show positions you in a place where you got to let you, you have to let your guard down and show yourself. Mm. That's what I always felt with the show. And if you like what's underneath, mm. then you're probably going to fall in love. But if you don't like what's underneath, then you're probably going to lash out. And look, that's what's happening, isn't it? Mm, very much so. What I thought I would do, right, is I actually have a diary entry, mm -hmm. which kind of talks into my headspace during this time on the experiment, right? So it, it had this been... This is like looking into your soul. I know. It had been a... Um, Great it, handwriting. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it had been uh, like... Um, probably a month and a bit. It's so cool that you have this though. This oh, it's so, it was on. so cool to read. And this is when, honestly, because you got to think about it, you're like on camera every day mm. and you're getting woken at crazy hours. Then you're going to sleep, like commitment ceremonies. You'd get home at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, and then you'd have to film the next day. Like it was so full on. Um, it's like, fuck, I need to get seven hours here. And I'm a horrible sleeper as it is. Mm. And then there was the stress of the show, everything like that mm. started eating at me. And I've got a really good journal entry of, because I went to Rupert and Evelyn's wedding. All right, hit me. Okay. Um, I got no fucking sleep last night. What's fucking new? And now I've got a fucking random wedding I got to go to for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Fucking hell, Rupert. Fuck you. Tani and I going well. It feels like a bit of a friendship, though. Oh. I might cut this. <laughs> I don't know. Tell you what, bro. It's fucking weird. Grateful for my wedding kit and Tani. Oh. Okay, next. And then I, I think I had a little bit more time. And then I said, the wedding should be good, hey. I'm excited to see it from somebody else's perspective, like yeah. Tani says. <laughs> and then I've actually predicted what the couples will look like. Oh. And I think I've done Hugo and Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know where you're going to show the listeners this, but that is a stunning adaptation of everyone's favourite intruder couple from last year. And I've written Michael and Leone. Michael and Leone, okay. Jesus Christ. Sometimes I wonder what goes on in your head. 35 and 32. <laughs> okay, I'll read you the next day as well. Maybe you're a medium. <laughs> okay, true. Okay, this was the day after the wedding. Okay. So much fun at the wedding, dude. Holy shit. I had the best time with everyone. Was a bit drunk. 
But now we've all heard this banging around our rooms. Bollocks, man. I think it's Adam and Janelle. Think about what oh, happened. Oh, yeah. I really like them, so it's so annoying, dude. I think Adam rates this new girl a little too much, Ooh. which is a bit suspect. Evelyn. Wow. I mean, everyone rated her, right? Yeah. Everyone is being like so rude about me going out of the house, which is a bit annoying because I was just trying to drop the rubbish off, but they were filming those scenes. Right. So I'd pop the, they'd be get back inside. God, my place smells like rancid chicken. Let me leave. <laughs> so then I said, but whatever. Like these producers, man, some of them suck. Some of them are cool. It forms a wedge with Tani and I when this shit happens. Mm. Fuck it, whatever. Stupid show, stupid shit. Grateful for white sneakers. <laughs> is this your gratitude journal as well? You just chuck something in at the end of every entry? And then I've gone on again to say, I swear to God, if they try and make drama out of Tani and I, I'm going to be fucking pissed, bro. Like, Jesus. Producers that annoy me. Maddie. Oh. Wide-eyed chick that always looks cooked. This is what she looks like. Oh, no. We should leave this out because I actually know Maddie. Um. I like Maddie now. Okay. I really like Maddie now. Okay. Um, now. But at the time, I, no, near the end there, she was our producer and I liked her. But yeah, so those were a couple of my diary entries. What do you reckon? I think that you should create this into a book. I'm waiting for like the tell-all on Married at First Sight in a novel. I think it could be you. I'd listen to the audio book at least. Oh, God bless you. I'll, get, I'll be your ghostwriter. I don't mind it. Okay. <laughs> so now we go to Frankenbite of the week. Okay. Oh, is there anything that you want to unpack with that? No, no, no. But I actually did notice something this week, which was that they used the same quote across two different episodes. So, as you might remember, last week's dinner party where Timothy had a few things to say about Jack and Tori's relationship and the fact that they weren't having sex yet, right? Right. And then she said this line. It's baseless. What Timothy's going at us for is for being happy. And if that's a crime, then kill me. And then the next episode where they go on the commitment ceremony couch. Right. Okay. His mouth moves and I'm like, oh, it's bullshit. Cool. What Timothy's going at us for is for being happy. And if that's a crime, then kill me. What? some recycling. It's what the same was the, What was recycled? If Timothy's coming at Jack and I for being happy, then kill me. Oh. And the reason that I picked up on it is because... Kill me is not the quote. It's if, if something is a crime, then sue me, oh. not kill me. Because when she said it, I'm like, Tori, that's a bit fucking dramatic. And also, that's just not how it goes. So when it was said again, I was like, hold on, I've heard that before. Right. So it's still contextually appropriate. But I was like, okay, we're recycling. Okay, so what I like about that one is that's just a Frankenbite reuse in a scene. I don't know if it's a Frankenbite. It's just a quote that's been reused. Surely, but I mean, it's it's going to be a Frankenbite because they've cl they put they've put it at the end of a sentence. Yeah, sure, that's true. That's true. I think that if they're reusing it, it makes you wonder how much of a non-event this actually was. If they don't have enough quotes to use sparingly across two episodes, mm, they must get like a really strong opinion and that is what they put at the end of a sentence to really give the sub the sentence some meat yeah but i would just think that they'd have a big cross through the ones that they've already used oh god no because who's gonna know unless you have have that little who's gonna know dude you are obs dude, people can notice when a drink is a millimeter lesser than what visual. it was in the that's visual yes the visual stimulation you're right <laughs> Do you have one? Do you have a Frankenbert? Oh, uh, kind of, but it's not as good as that. Oh, okay. Well, then let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's not waste our time with your shit Frankenbarts. <laughs> let's talk about 
the friend zone and been in it this far into the experiment because Ugh. this week we saw Tristan and Cassandra have a bit of a blue mm. where at the intruder wedding she said to him that she's feeling a bit bored. Did you sleep well? Yeah, I slept good. Yeah. Um, obviously slept on the couch last night. I just needed some space. Felt like um, I'm definitely not going to do that again because your reaction to that was not good. So... That fucking shat him up the wall, mind mm. you. I've never seen this man even a bit frustrated. Mm. And he was like, I've been trying so hard, I've been trying so hard. And I'm like, mm, have you? Because mm. Has he been trying with her or has he been trying with himself? Well, each is the same thing, right? Mm. He's not going to be able to try with her unless he figures his own shit out at this point. Are these guys batting one out, you reckon? What do you, like having a wank? Yeah. Uh, well, did you? You didn't need to. I heard back in the day, actually. Janelle told me during mm. our podcast. Yeah. It was aired and everything. Yeah. Um, she know that? She was there for two days. I think that they... <laughs> that's so savage. <laughs> um, I think... She fucking left her fish as well, mind you. Oh, that's true. She left her fish. Yeah, God. They just left them. Yeah. I was like, their, their marriage was on the rocks. They buy a fish. This is like the equivalent of having a child. The fish is really the low-hanging fruit of the animal world, isn't it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they left him. Yeah, well, they obviously put it in good hands. Maybe they always knew. Always knew it would go to better better parents. Pff, that's a cop-out. Anyway, <laughs> friend zone, batting one out. I think that they're definitely having a maz. Do you say that, maz? <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> they'd have to. Otherwise, they'd be even more frustrated than Tristan was that other night. True. But I'm like, if you guys are still trying to fucking figure it out and celebrating hugs at commitment ceremonies a month in, like, this feels like we're in year five. Remember in year five and then you used to make everyone, like your, the boyfriend and girlfriend hug and yep. everyone would be like, Bleh. That shit was crazy. Like you guys are full fucking fledged adults. I, I don't want to be celebrating a hug. I don't want to be seeing you hug on a couch and Mel Schilling tilt her head and smile adoringly. Like this is an adult show. This so. is an adult show. And isn't it like you're stranded on a lo on an island? Eventually, you're going to whatever. Is yeah. it not kind of the same? Oh, wouldn't that be a fucking storyline if you find out that Tristan's been fucking someone else? That's not what I was saying. <laughs> no, well, I'm saying that he, if he's stranded, my mind went a little bit oh, too right. far. Okay. So you're saying if he's stranded on an island, there's no one else, but there is other people. Right. Right? So yeah. it's like he maybe, no, nah, that's just never going to happen. It's okay. never going to happen, but I'm just worried about. So those stupid two. loser friend zone, those two, sort it out. Yeah. I can understand why Cassandra's bored. Totally. Yeah. I'd be bored if my husband wasn't touching me as well. Go She's going to have to go for the pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you love your joke. It's so adorable. Do you remember when I did it on 60 Minutes? That was bad. I said a joke oh, yeah, to Tom Steinfurt. You're on 60 Minutes, right? <laughs> you know what I do? I laugh are we going no to one else is laughing. Okay, are we going to talk about you being the housing crisis girl now? Is this what you want this to be? No, I don't want to do that. It's been a year though. Happy anniversary to me. Happy anniversary of you never getting a house ever again. Thanks, darling. <laughs> okay, so I see that we're just derailing this segment to not be so, about this segment. Sorry, sorry, because be, we hate this segment. Just to be friend zone, married forever and divorced. So... It's going to be a close tie with Cassandra and Tristan and Lucinda and Timothy for friend zone because no one's getting the P and the V in those parts of Sky Suites. I kind of, there's something about listening to that I kind of like. I fucking bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like her too. Do you think that it's because of our new environment, like this new setting where this podcast is a bit rogue today? It's a bit relaxed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do this. I think we if should we do more of it. If we can buy a camera, if Canon, 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 Nikon, yeah. Canon, Nikon, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, Canon fans. and Nikon are fucking listening to this fucking podcast. Battle it out. Battle it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep it together. Okay. So divorced. Who's, divorced. Who's done? You know who's done. Oh, do I? Yeah. Tell me. You know it's got to be fucking Jack and Tori, man. It it should be, but it won't be. All signs point to yes, so why are they telling me no? All signs point to her being fucking Delulu. You think she's a bit Delulu? Someone's literally told her to her face that her husband offered her up as a joke mm. and she's still like, no, no, no. Anyway, I think it's over for those two. Yeah. Um, whether now or whether she sees some clarity a little bit further on. And then... What's our other one? Happily Ever After. Oh, Jesus. We got to go the huge, massive, girthy dick and Andy. (laughs) True. But he is a bit of a stud. Do you see Ali from Daily Mail put up a video of him like dancing at the club? And people are like, Saw said that didn't seem like he had a wife at home. And I'm like, what is this shit? Guys are allowed to dance at a club and talk to girls. Oh, you're giving that a pass. Yeah. If you've got enough trust in the relationship. Somebody's kissing him on the cheek. He's not kissing them on the cheek. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Do you know who he? Do you know who he aesthetically reminds you of? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Dickie's hot. Mm. Dickie's hot. <laughs> Happily ever after, Dickie and Andy, uh, because they're one of the few couples that are having sex four times a day. And if we go off previous seasons, wait, where, what? They're having sex four times a day. Yeah. No, they're not. He says we fucked, we sucked, we have sex four times a day. He never said we fucked and sucked. He did. He did not say the words we fucked and Play sucked. Play back the tapes. <laughs> we gazed, we hugged, we <laughs> we. We did everything. Oh, oh, he did. <laughs> that is disturbing. <laughs> he said fucked and sucked. That little sicko. He is Jeff Goldblum. Sicko dicko. Okay. We like it. We, we like it, Dicky. Okay, we got to wrap this up. Okay. What do we got next week? It's Maths Caps, week five. Week five. And they do the retreat. In week five? I don't know. I think that's a bit further on. Mm, could be around here, though. I think next week will probably just be the fallout of everything that happened at this dinner party. And I think that the Lauren and Jono thing, not the Lauren and Jono thing, I think the Lauren and Jack thing is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until it bursts. Do we think Jack's going to be sent home at the commitment ceremony? Hell no. I've seen that in a trailer. Someone gets kicked out. Really? And if it's not Jack for saying these two comments, fuck me dead. What's it going to be? Because I'm nah, scared. Nah. I'm nah, scared. Nah. They, 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 Jack's an asset to the show, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, All right, thanks for listening, guys. And Canon, Nikon, if you're listening, please sponsor us for next week. Love you, bye. Okay, and uh, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>